And here they come. Louth, O'Brien, O'Neill, Conlon, White, Coleman, Bean, Riley, Cunningham, O'Donnell, Lynch, McDonnell, Rose, Smith, Blood, and me and... Breaks inside to Stephen White. The one man that can do it, and he's done it! A goal for Louth. Paulo Hanlon, a vital touch. Now he's Stephen White to his right. This must be it! It is! I don't believe it! Kildare must be out of the Leicester Championship. At midfield, wearing number eight, the first all-star ever from Louth, would you welcome Paddy Keenan. Arguably the most popular of tonight's winners, Paddy has led from the front for Louth since his championship introduction in 2003. Here's a chance for Rooney! What a goal by J.P. Rooney! And then it happened. Bean sends in from the sideline and Sean Cunningham finishes it at the net. Loud are in front. And here it is. Loud are All-Ireland champions for the third time. Hello and welcome to the We Are Loud live podcast highlights show. Um, before we get into it, I want to congratulate the Mokhtas who won the Intermediate Championship yesterday. Probably when you look back to the best team in the Championship, consistent team, great wins the whole way through and an absolutely terrific victory in the Grove. Really pulled it off um, and wore the champions. Right, first up, first highlight from the, from the live pod uh, podcast is... Um, the uh, first panel we had Ogie Harmon from the Blues, Jim Matheson from Joseph CBS, and Nicky McDonald. Hope you enjoy it. Representing the New Town Blues is Ogie Harmon. Um, you can clap. You can, I know you. Can. I know he's in the lion's den. Representing. The uh, St. Joseph CBS, Hunterstown Rovers man, Jim Mathis. <laughs> this man needs no introduction. He's uh, a jocks legend. It's uh, Nicky McDonald. <laughs> Lads, thanks, man. Thanks for coming along. No problem. No problem. Um, I suppose we get straight into it, and I think we can all agree that um, two best teams are in the final. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 on on form, absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of form, Ogie, um, would you say the Blues are coming into this on high form, or would it be more the Martins are flying higher on the form level? Um, I think, I think it'd be fair to say the Blues have been consistent all year, um, through the league and on into the championship. I think if you're talking about form, really hitting form, probably I'd have to argue the Martins. Because um, when you look look at the in the middle of the league when we met them outright, I think I think the Blues won by 13, 14, 15 points, something like that. And then we reached the league final, and the Blues won by five points. So they closed the gap by ten points. Um, they led for pretty much all of the first half until someone gets sent off. So I think the Martins might feel that's the game that got away from them. And then when you look at the um, semi final of the championship, um. I don't remember anyone beating the Pats by 12 points. You know, I, I genuinely don't. I know people might say the Pats are flagging or they're not the team they used to be. But nobody beats them by 12 points, you know. So I think I think maybe the Martins are peaking at the right time, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nicky, 
it's, it was a nine time to get over the line in the semi-final. You've been there yourself. But what makes this Jocks team different that they did get over the line? Like like Ogie said there, 12 point beating the Pats. Yeah, uh, I suppose like Ogie just, just said there, against the Pats, um, I don't like at that semi-final, in the first half, towards the end of the first half, like Pats came into the game strong. But I just never felt that worried that they were going to overcome us, you know. I thought the second half, we just kind of, I think Stephen Campbell got to go at the end of the first half and... I just think, um, like with this team we have at the minute, we can get scores from anywhere. Um, maybe like before, previously, you know, we didn't have like the strength in whatever they call different positions. But I think like what we have now is, um, I don't just like in that game, I just never worried. I just always thought we just had the. Whereas before, like you know, like I played in games before, and say like a team would whatever they get on top of us, and then we would kind of we'd falter, we wouldn't be able to. Bridget, you know, but I don't just just like this team just just gives you a sense of serious like optimism that we can go on and and be successful and really really like pull up to you know like the, like wherever the best teams out there, which is the Blues. I suppose that comes too from the younger lads. They've they've been in minor finals. Oh, they've actually that, beaten that, the Blues in minor finals. Yeah, as well, that's what so. I mean. Like um, like for, like the young lads would ask the the minor final in twenty fifteen, and then we came back twenty sixteen and won it. Um, like on Sunday, you probably have the about seven players from them from fifteen and sixteen, maybe maybe five or six stars, you know, and like these guys are just like fantastic footballers, you know, like they're like they're all strong, like they're all good, you know, it's not a case you might have two very strong players and then the other lads be, you know, whatever like down their base. But I don't know, like some of them are just fantastic footballers and that's my you know, my football ability they have, that's what they have, you know, it's not just it's raw ability to have and then you know, it's just like it's a great time to, to have them in the club. Yeah, yeah, and I suppose Jim working in uh, as a teacher in St. Joe's CBS, just going through the teams, uh, the two panels, there's nearly there's nearly twenty for over twenty five, nearly thirty lads that have been through the school. So you've worked with a lot of these lads firsthand and you know how good they are. Yeah, they're we we're very lucky in St. Joseph's to, to have uh, players from both clubs and uh, Look at the last, especially the last three. We we're only say the last three years. For the last twenty years, or maybe thirty years, we've had players in both clubs. But uh, there's a young group of players there now that uh, certainly we were very lucky to to, to get, and uh, they're they're kingpins among both clubs. It's not just that they're young as you know, and they're the <coughs> leagues there. They're they're serious players in both teams. You know. And do you find that at school level, like, would you call them? Like the Joes, like a finishing school for footballers. Like <laughs> no. Yourself and Sean Kelly would have worked with a lot of these players, and maybe it's well, no coincidence. No, I tell you, um, when the players come into us, uh, and uh, it goes for all clubs, but f- when they come into us from the Martins or from the Blues, they're very, they're ready-made footballers. A lot of them at the time, and like in St Joseph, I suppose we we give them another chance to play at another level. They're coming from that club. And uh, they're often the best player in the club, or the last few players in the club, and they might be dominating all the time. Commit to St Joseph's, they can play at another level. They're able to go to Leinster level, and uh, then they have to just link in with a lot of better players. So they're exposed then to the like we've won on the 14s, on the 16s, or on the 18s at North Leinster level. Um, we've won two or three three Lennon cups. Uh, they've won an under sixteen Leinster outright, so they've got the exposure to playing in Leinster as well, which which is great for them. And they've played in those finals, they, so a final is not something that's new to a lot of those players now. No, but they're good. They come in with um, 
they they're tactically aware. They're uh, if you start talking about somewhere you're going to play on the picture, they they've seen it before. They're really clued in those young players. Yeah, like then. Ogie. <coughs> There's, there's, there's the nucleus of three minor teams there, the minor winning teams from the Blues. And like Jim says, he gets them on the more or less finished article. How much work goes into the underage with the Blues? Or who would you put it down to? I know Colin Alley was over the, the last remaining teams, Eugene Judge before. <coughs> um, yeah, Colin, in the current crop, Colin had, a, had an awful lot, lot to say. Um, he was ably assisted in John Donoghue, um, Webbs Martin, Aidan Crow. They kind of were with them from. I think they won under fourteens, under sixteens. They came all the way up with them. Two or three of them at all times were with that crew. Um, I know you'll be talking with Colin Kelly later on. Like the, there was a big group that came through in around two thousand. So you got Brian Phillips, Simon Gerald, and um, Smiley, a few other lads like that. They came through. They'd won. We'd uh, sorry, we lost two minor finals, but they came through in two thousand, kind of bolstered the team. Won a championship in two thousand and eight. Made up mostly of your Colin Judge, Scoots Moon, and um, Carmen Reynolds, yeah. Jimmy Murray, Kerr Mode. They won the minor in 2004, so it took four years. But this crowd seemed to have kicked straight in. They won two out of three, um, stepped up, they won the league this year, they won the championship last year. Um, it's almost instantaneous, but um, the one they lost was to the Martins. The Martins won the league last year. It's no coincidence if the youths are going well, it filter through eventually the same. Would that be in the back of the minds now that the Martins got one over them? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think they beat the Martins the year before, and then the Martins beat them in the return, the reverse fixture. So, I don't. They know each other very well. Both teams, both sets of players, know each other very well. So, I, I don't think it'll come down to that. It's just who's going to be hungry on the day. I think. And uh, I suppose one of the stars of that minor team, Nicky, would be Owen Callahan. How how good of a player is Owen? Uh, Oh, he's, he's a fantastic player. Um, I wouldn't have played him myself personally the last two years, so I kind of finished up and almost started playing on the first team. But he's um, he's just a pure footballer. Like, he's the kind of player you wouldn't know which like is his best position. You, you know, he's, he's just that kind of player. Like there's not that many players about like that. Like for one player that like, top of that question, or just think about it today and um, Aaron High in a way would kind of remind me of him because. I remember Heiser could play full back, centre half back, you know, centre half forward, corner forward. He he just liked that, you know. I say like, you could put him anywhere and he just looked comfortable and look at ease playing that position. Like he's only like he was minor last year, but yeah, he looks like he's playing like a thirty year old. Yeah, he's an old, he's just, old man. He's just like mature, yeah. complete, yeah. and uh, you know, and like, every time you see him in the ball, it just looks, it just comes natural to him. Um, just like there's no rush, players around him or. You know, flying around and chasing him down, but he just looks like he's just going in second gear. Just, just so, you know. So much time in the ball. Yeah, special exactly talent. Where, yeah. where would you start him? I actually, I wouldn't know to be honest, then, because you know, I probably, I think he'd make a great centre half back. But then I put him in other positions as well, like you know, I suppose like Jim, like would know himself, like <laughs> like I'm going to know where the words but that. Yeah. Like, Jim, where did you play him? Well, he, he uh, we've. We played him. Um, we probably played him a corner forward coming out. Nice. We, we played him centre half. We played him on the forty. But he was—he's a player that has has uh, great ball skills, and he's not a. There's no fear about having a go on the day with Owen. He—he'll play. You know, he—he's uh, not wor- He doesn't fear what happens or, he's, or the consequences of what he'll do. He, he has a go. Did you have any? Did you have him in the classroom? Uh, I had Owen in the classroom. Yeah, any the any the players, foreign players in the classroom. Well, I've had I have a lot of those players in the classroom. Um, did you give them a clip? Or no? 
Do you want to get him a You could do some years ago, but you'd be heading for that solicitor's office straight away, I say, if you tried that now. But no, I, uh, you'd be surprised, but well, I don't think you'd be surprised to hear, but most of the players, are, most footballers, they are the best, uh, they're the handiest as to handle in the school because they, they, are, they have a certain discipline. And of course, they're always told, you know, if you want to be going playing football, you've got to behave yourself in the classroom, anyhow. But no, there's, we would have very little. Uh, Dealers with any of the lads, there'll be there'll be a few there. Kieran uh, Downey, if I had might come into my into my estimation out again. Kieran would be, he always wanted to be um, maybe avoiding some of the things in school, or might not always be in the class when he when he should be. So we might often spend. He was a very important player to us, Kieran, and um, has developed great now in the last few years as well. But we might be keeping an eye on him with other teachers that coming up to matches. Uh, Kieran, you need to be your head down. You know, you know, we don't want to hear that you're, you're suspended for a day or something. So, we'd certainly be um, making sure he was there for the games, yeah, and he was a, maybe maybe the type of player we had to do a little bit of that with. You know, yeah. but most and Kieran, not no hard feelings about it. But most lads, uh, no problems at all. Uh, great, great discipline coming from both clubs there, and a credit to work with them now. You know, uh, like. You have you have the right Ross Nally there who comes in and he can he he know he can play a position for you he can stay up front he can uh, stand aside and let other lads through the middle uh, he's a team player as well as being a great player as well but we, they're all over the, they're all, all over both teams. Uh, you didn't teach Smiley Phillips, did you? I taught Smiley, yeah, yeah, oh lovely fellow in the classroom. <laughs> yeah, I taught Smiley, yeah, I taught JP. And, and did you think when Smiley was in the classroom giving you guff that he'd be a good manager or a great manager? Uh, on to be? Smiley always had an opinion how the how the game how how the team should play, and if they didn't, if someone that wasn't doing it, he'd tell you he 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 didn't. And he'd also also say if he hadn't he hadn't a great match himself, he'd be he'd be prepared to say that as well. So um, yeah, uh, did I see a manager among them? I probably never looked at him that, uh, in that way. But I am. Uh, I must. Yeah, you have to recognise he's done a great job. Yeah. Like he he came into the Blues there at a time when it was like at the start of not this year, the previous year, uh, not many wanted to get involved. But Smiley had a few things to sort out. I'd imagine in there. Yeah. I had a few phone calls from him, all right. But and he's. You have to say he's done a great job since he started. Yeah. And. Um, does the, manages with with what he sees happening on the field and has no fears about saying you're not doing well you're whipped off today and yet you see that player turn up the next day for him and giving his all so he has a lot of respect of all those players. Okay, do you have a insight on Smiley? Um, Smiley probably had a unique entry into senior management. He um, uh, himself and myself were over the Blues ladies team. Um, I was the manager, he was the assistant, he knew how I liked my coffee to sugar to use. Um, no, actually I was the assistant, he was the manager, sorry. Um, I always get that wrong. Um, yeah, it was, he was. He did I think seven, I did the last four, he did seven, he was there three years prior to me. Um, and then he went in with the loud ladies for a year or two. And I think they won the one, yeah, yeah, whatever it was. Um, and then he went in last year with the, with the senior team. Um, I don't know, yeah, probably unique is, is, is the word, you know, he... He liked. He liked. Um, he might like a defensive system. He might like maybe a sweeper. You know, something when you look at him, you see Colin Judge maybe playing like a sweeper system. It doesn't have to be like that. If he does, if he, as Jim said, if he sees something different on the on the field, he can he can apply that. Um, I think. Yeah, I agree with Jim. You have to give him the credits. You have to give him the the plaudits. He took someone like Colin Judge, who was a county corner forward, 
Um, I think if you were going to go with a sweeper system, most managers say, right, I'll get me best seven defenders on the field. He took a corner forward and said, right, I'm going to put you in as a sweeper system. Um, and Colin's clever and he can read the, read the game, he can pick a pass. So yeah, it, was, it, it, was a good, it was a good fella to pick in the time to time, but it's pretty <coughs> successful, so you have to give him credit for that, you know. Yeah, he has a good acumen for the game. Even when, he, when you're playing again, yeah. he was always finding his little pockets of space and picking he, up the he ball. Knew, you, you would have played. Yeah, I'll definitely. Spy was a great player. Yeah. Same age as me, so I could have played uh, on, a, on a 16 lead minor, led with him, and um, he, was just, he was that kind of player. I actually played going out forward and he was in the other wing. But he'd always find that he nearly always hand passed the ball. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't pass. kick the ball much. He nearly he'd always see a pass through, and he's always looking for a run going through. So like he had that kind of you know like what like um, outlook in football back even then. So I'm not too surprised that like he has his playing the way he's there playing. You know because mm-hmm. that's that's kind of player he was. I know like he probably finished. <laughs> probably, yeah. yeah, yeah. He probably yeah. He probably could have gone on another couple of years. Yeah. yeah. He was he was a kind of a fella when he was getting the ball. He knew what he was going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He already had his mind up. He could pull the centre half out and leave space for someone else. It wasn't always about him either, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he was he was the link in the play. He was definitely the link in the play. He was clever football. Yeah, he was definitely. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Like with with the um, speaking of clever footballers, JP Rooney, he's probably um, I think everyone in the county is the one player, apart from yourself, Nicky, that you'd love to see win the Joe Ward. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Probably taught JP how to do all these tricks. Did you? Oh, not at all. No, no. I suppose um, no. Like um, like I would have played a JP from like a young age, you know. So it's only like a few weeks in, in difference in two of us. So just like like his best player that ever played up in that pitch, you know. And um, like to play with him it was just it was great to play with him, like because just knew like if he was playing in full forward, and if you were midfield or half forward, he just knew once he got the ball and torn towards goals. And he just makes the run. I just know where he's going to be. So, like, I like, all the had a good understanding with him on the pitch. Um, he probably, you know, like, he helped me like, throughout my career, you know, because even if, like, if I was playing in full forward, and I just always knew, like, like that as well. Like, when he got the ball, he, he just done things right, you know. He was, he was intelligent. And, he, and just same as, um, like, on Callan, you know, we always had time in the ball. And then if he's close and goes, like, you always know that, you know, just get the ball to him because... There's every chance he's gonna gonna rattle the net, you know. And um, look, the first time I seen him playing for the for Montreal Seniors was in '96. Right. He was only 16, mm-hmm. and like, he scored two goals. I remember that day. I was, I was sitting on the bench, like wasn't even subs, just there with the <laughs> subs, you know, just sitting there and just couldn't believe it. Like you know, he started the game, like and and suppose like see someone like your own age at that young age to to go and like do that, score yeah. two goals and. A championship debut and um, so like that's that's back in 96 so he's been going like nearly like, almost like 22 years now or 22 years so like um, if anyone deserves a medal in this club he definitely does you know yeah, yeah. because um, yeah he's like he's he's been a great a great servant of the club and allowed as well you know he's great he's, fella as well like, yeah, on top of yeah, that like, yeah just, just football football mad and just just that bit of skill you know like there's not many players around like him or like ever has been you know oh, he just yeah. just has the ability and you know like once he has that ability just get the ball to him and like, you know so, like he made things happen with all these good forwards will it be a cagey game Jim? well will it be a cagey game well certainly uh, both teams have a have a way they want to play you know there's uh, and I, I can't see either team changing big time the, uh, the Martins possibly going for it a little bit more the Blues uh, to me, uh, they have a system. They play it very well, 
And uh, as attractive as the Blues are, when there's trouble around, you'll see a lot of players back. Mm. But they're very good at breaking them with the ball, and it happens very quickly. They, they, they can get from one end of the field to the other quick enough. And the problem probably with what other teams have, have had with the Blues, they, if they don't get the ball up the other end quick enough, the, the, uh, the Blues are going to be are going to have the players back. I feel a prediction coming on, Jim. Well, do you want to name it now? Well, you know, it's a 50-50 game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my view would be that, uh, OK, the Blues probably deserve to be favourites. You know, they probably do deserve to be favourites. But if the Blues, uh, in any way, don't fully show up, the Martins are ready to take it. That's the way I would see it. You know, the, the Martins have improved a lot. Uh, have the players um, to do the job. Did very well in that league uh, final. Uh, <coughs> lost a man. Uh, that was a 50-50 game for a long, long way. So, to me, it's 50-50. And it, it just depends... Uh, I think if both teams play to the limit, possibly the Blues are, are slightly favourites. But you know the way uh, finals can go. Some teams, uh, if they're a little bit short on the day, the other team will can take advantage. And the Blue, uh, and the Martins will not be found wanting if they get a snet smell at all, I would say. Mickey? <coughs> oh, I think that possibly at half-time we could be maybe trained by a couple of points, but I do definitely think we, like, we can go on and win it by... By a single point, I'm going for a narrow victory. Right. Um. Yeah. Like. I, like. I think. I have. Like. We have the players. Players to do. It, you know. As I said before, like I would have played in teams like down through the years of jocks. You know, the last three semi-finals, and like, we're very close. Um. Very like, close to winning them semi-finals, but just just coming over the line. You know. But I. I think. Um. I think like this year, like we have, have got a very strong squad as well, and we've got players to come in to. Yeah. You know, they're getting there at the same point, like JP comes in at half time, like John Floorbuck, you know, yeah. like players come in like that, you know, like if every chance um so yeah, no, definitely going for the jocks by by a by a point, narrow victory. Yeah, that'll do one point. Oh okay. um I was gonna say that, blues by a point. Um Jocks by a point. <laughs> jocks by a point. I'm in the Lions then here. Jocks, I want the jocks Um I think I think similar to the lads, um the matchups are nearly you know, unless someone alters the team drastically, the matchups are nearly set already. You know, defenders probably know who they're picking up on both sides. Um, they know each other very well. They've been in the final very recently in the league final. So I, I think, I think the difference could be the benches. Um, I was sitting behind the Blues bench there, um, and the Clare had the semi final. And the, the sub keeper was the keeper last year. He's a medal, and I was looking at yeah. you know a couple of Costellos, two Connor boys, and um, young Levens, there was Jamie Kelly. They've good strength and depth, a bit of quality on the bench, and like if something is forced on them or they need to make a change, I think they've, I think they've got the bench to do it, and that might be a talent factor. So I have to say the Blues. Yeah, I hope it's the Blues, but not sure. Close one. Les, thanks very much for your time. Brilliant. Fair play. Plenty of insights there. The crack was really going with the three guests. That was the first panel. And we had stats with PJ McGrain. That's going to be, I'm going to put that out as a bonus edition in a couple of weeks. And to really break down the teams really well, so he does. And then next up, we had Colin Kelly, Liam Shelby from the Dreadnoughts, and James Fagan from Kilcarely. And the second highlight package.
Declan panel um, introducing a uh, former load manager, uh, Colin Kelly. Dave Fagan from Kilcarry Emmett. Uh, Liam Shevlin from the Dreadnoughts. Lads, uh, thanks, thanks very much for coming along. Um, you have the cold face of senior football. Um, has it been a good championship this year? Um, I yeah, it has, I suppose. Disappointing with the, with the quarterfinals. I suppose the fixtures could play a lot of that. Like those teams probably haven't got enough game time between you know, the last league match and um, the, the, the quarterfinals. Yeah, but I suppose, you know, probably the best teams did end up in the semi-final. Um, in the, you know, you can question maybe the Pats, I suppose, but in, in Clocker Monster Boys and the Blues, you would have there was an expectation that the three of those guys would have been fighting about coming to the semi final, and you know, that's the way it proved. That's a good championship. Yeah, I think so. As Colin says, the, 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 the big break that we had seemed to knock the stuff out of it a little bit, but it seems to have uh, definitely the cream rose to the top towards the end of it. And, the two best teams then ultimately in the semi-finals kind of pushing on yeah yeah agree there with James and Colin probably yeah, the two best teams are in the final um, probably feel probably the better games in the group stages uh, quarter-finals were probably very one-sided and semi-finals actually turned out to be one-sided as well so but I think you have a great final come up on Sunday I think two two excellent teams and it's very very hard to call um, so I think yeah Standard of football, hopefully, it's promises to be a great final. So, yeah, and James, speaking of group stages, you've faced these two teams already in the championship. What is, what's the key differences between the two of them? Yeah, um, we got a, a very unfavourable draw this year with <laughs> plotted us against the two guys who are probably favourites to win it out. But, um, to be honest, they they play, I, I think, a, a similar enough style of football, um, in terms of how they how they set up the Blues obviously the guys mentioned before with Colin Judge dropping back as a, as a dedicated sweeper but as was mentioned he, you know he's not a sweeper in the defensive sense of the word like he sets up attacks and he links the Martins might set up with a, a, as obvious out on the field but when you know when they are um, when they're not in possession they do you know they do drop back and they can attack as a unit and, and, and work their way up the field through their fitness levels and their energy levels and I, I think the Blues play a very similar game with, with Colin kind of running that show but uh, you know and that probably comes from the fact that they're two quite young teams they've got loads of legs you know what I mean and loads of energy and that so while there's some differences between them I do think that they play a, a similar enough style in terms of how they how they defend how they attack and how they transition between the two of them and James had to mention uh, Colin Judge there, um, Liam. What way did you set up? Or how would you? How do you try and stop Colin Judge? Because he's such a key player for the Blues and this current Blues team. Yeah, it's kind of it's a hard one to to kind of judge. It depends on the team. Like, do you sacrifice someone just to man mark him, or do you pick him up when you lose the ball? Um, I think that's something maybe. The Martins obviously have a plan for it. I'd say maybe they might, you know, set themselves up first, and you know, you know, uh, see what his influence on the game is, 
if he becomes very dangerous, if he's creating a lot, I'd say maybe they will just put someone on and you know man mark him. But I think the Martins have to play their own game as well. You know, Owen Callan is an excellent sweeper too, and he, he drives forward similar to Colin Judge. Um, but yeah, I I probably I'd say when you don't have the ball, I'd say they might sacrifice a corner forward to man mark Judge maybe drop off one of the lose other cornerbacks maybe corner grounds or someone maybe who's not going to hurt you as much going forward but um, yeah I think you can't just set your stall out just to stop one player I think the Blues can hit you in all angles you know what I mean um, but yeah he's a very important player but I think you can't just solely um, focus on stopping them either you know Carl what do you think would just solely set up the stopping or would you just play it as you see it <coughs> You see, it's very hard. People speak about pushing up on, on, on a sweeper and pushing up. It, it's very hard to do. If you push up, you leave yourself open at the back. So then it's man and man against guys like, you know, you know, like Sam Roy, like Ross Nally. And it's very difficult for defenders to actually defend in that scenario. So it's it's a tough one to call. What what Colin does very well is he's he's excellent with ball in hand. Mm. Um, he's very good, very aggressive, good defender. Um you know, he's 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 very good at transitioning the play as is the monster boys guys. So it's a difficult one. You know, it depends on what happens. If you're dominant in the middle of the field, you probably don't have to worry about pushing up so much. So there's a lot of factors. You know, from my point of view, I'd have I'd have a couple of scenarios where in any situation where you come up against a sweeper, you have to you have to negate him or try and take him out of the situation that he's stronger in so you have to force him out of position so by pushing the defender up to mark Colin Judge is not really going to affect Colin Judge you know is the defender going to cause problem in an offensive position for Monster Boys you know could Monster Boys probably push an extra man in between you know the centre half or the wing forward into an area where he's going to have to be picked up so who picks him up things like that could come into play but it's not just as straightforward as you make a plan for Colin Judge does there's other things that have to happen, you know, all your backs have to be on the job, your midfielders have to be dominant, your forwards have to be on the money, so it's not just a case where you're column judge, there's, you know, there's 21 players that's going to play for Monster Boys next Sunday, and, you know, likewise probably for the Blues, and, yeah, he's influential, um, is he any more influential than, you know, Callow, than, you know, than JP coming off the bench, than Samuel Roy, than I think Wheel has been exceptional all year. He scored some tremendous scores. So there's other players there, you know, and if you got caught up, maybe, f- you know, focusing on one man, you could probably find yourself in a situation where you're after, you know, sustaining a huge effort and trying to stop one area of the game, and all of a sudden then you find yourself, game's over, you're out of it. So, you know, get your own house in order force, make sure you do your things well, and see what your start is Putting like your management hat on, do you like what Jim and Smiley are doing <coughs> with the two sides? I do. Smiley, like, self and Ogie know Smiley well. Smiley's a very an easygoing character, but he's, he's extremely intelligent footballer. Like, I, I, I played with him when he was sent to half forward on the Blues team, and, you know, he was he was incredible. Do you know what I mean? It's just his, his football intelligence is second to none. He just creates pockets of space for fellas. And he manages in a similar fashion. You know, he didn't panic. Like, this time, you know, Last April, May, Blues with the bottom of the table. It looked as if it was going pear shape. He didn't panic. Um, just reset. 
Colin goes back and he plays the sweeper and all of a sudden the thing takes legs Andy's back in doing his stuff and, and it just seemed to have taken off um, I do like what he's doing with the team but, but equally you know Jim has, done, Jim has done a very good job at Monster Boys. Like they've won a league, they've been in the league final this year, during the championship final. It's backed up by a serious amount of talent, but as Ogi related to, I think Blues won three minor, got the three minor finals, I think 94, 95, 96. We didn't win a senior championship in 2000. You know, we beat them in two semi finals, we won an ACC Cup, we lost the league final, so it was four years before, you know, the likes of Simon, Breen. Smiley, Thomas Carr, that group came in. So it was four years. So these guys are in there fairly quick. You know, for me, probably the difference in the two teams is I think the Blues guys are coming into a more experienced bunch. Whereas, you know, you've the likes of Jimmy, you've the likes of Hume again, they're struggling to get in the team. You've the likes of um, Stephen Moon in there, Colm. They're coming into experience. Probably a little bit more experienced than the Monster Boys lads are coming into. But, um, the, you know, they're both exceptional groups of players. And... Um, Hopefully it's as good as the intermediate final was, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's why I had his on. I tipped Glyde to win the junior and the Feckins to win the access, so I'm no expert. That's why he's on the couch and I'm not. Um, John Savage from the Draw Independent, Liam, has said that the Blues have evolved this year. Like last year, a little bit more open at the back. Do you find that they were very well, they were very hard to break down and they were more cautious in their attacks, but more technical? Yeah, I think they've definitely come on an awful lot, even since last year, I think. They've got the defensive game just on point. You know what I mean? They're, all the defenders are very comfortable in the ball. Excellent man markers. When they don't have the ball, they're ferocious in the tackle. They just get men back straight away. Like in the semi-final, we weren't, I suppose we didn't attack quickly, quick enough, get the ball up. And you just hit with a blue wall, really. It's very, very hard. Trot is a big pitch. But we just found it very hard to, to penetrate and find a gap. Um, so I think the lads were right earlier on. I think that you need the Martins really need to get from defence to attack as soon as possible you know so the kick pass would be vital draw is a big field it's, it's very wide so the likes of you want the likes of Callow getting on the ball and getting hitting them, spot, them spots for Whelan and for the likes of Samurai to get on the ball um, I think that's the only way to look it's not easy to beat the Blues but I think that's the way you have to go about doing it has to be so quick from defence to attack <coughs> no lateral pass and it has to just be kick pass in half forward line early ball in and then you know you have the, the legs in um, <coughs> uh, Posse McDonough driving on from wing back and all that um, but again the Blues move the ball so quick themselves from defence to attack so it's very similar in a way but um, yeah, that's I suppose how you go about it then, like the lads I mentioned earlier and it, it might come down to bench and James there wasn't much in it when he's played the Martins but then JP comes off the bench what did you feel when you seen JP coming off the bench even like then won't say what happened when he did come on well I'd say it because the first I saw of him was burying him in the back of the net <laughs> like that day that was his first touch of the ball I think we were two points up at that time you know with 10-15 minutes to go and we were obviously in the game and we were um, being competitive, obviously, and then you know he just comes in there, gets one touch of the ball, one sniff of a goal, and it's in the back of the net. Two minutes later, Sam puts it in the net as well, and you know it's game over for us. And you know we're going in very different directions all of a sudden. You know what I mean for what it could be, but it like I'm saying is you know we've got the quality, the likes of JP Rooney, even at this stage of his career, to be able to come in off the bench at, at any time. You know, it's it's a phenomenal 
in itself, but also in terms of the strength and depth that there is in the squad to be able to to hold them in, hold them back, and and, and change the game. Then when he does, because any of the games I've seen this year when he's come on as a sub, like he he hasn't failed to score. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. he can change a game. Yeah, the drop of a hat like he did against us, but um, <coughs> I say it's a it's a scary thought to see him come in, and it'll be interesting to see how it pans out on Sunday. And obviously, if he starts on the bench, when do you introduce him? Um, but it's, it just makes the other team think. You know what I mean? They've got so many good players on the field, so you're, you, you, they'll set up for that, and then you know at any minute they can bring the likes of JP in and uh, and change it, or you know change the style of play, or go a bit more direct, or or that. So it's you know. But just as the guys were saying earlier, just as a player, but just as long as I've been playing, you know, himself and, and Nicky as well have been, you know, the stalwarts up here for 20 years or whatever, like, and it's just, uh, it's great, you know, it's great to see him get his chance down the big day and get to, to play on the biggest stage. Would you start on Colin? Um, I, I don't, I, it's, it's hard to say. Um, you, you don't know what frame of mind he's in. I'd be, I, I'd be, I'd be a fan of JP's. I'd be a very close friend of his. Um, I was finishing off from the lead setup when he was in. I think there was a crossover a year or two. So, um, I seen it up close how 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 good of a footballer he is. Um, he's he's definitely not like me anyway in terms. He's in good shape. He didn't put on weight. <laughs> I was trying to waddle around when I was thirty eight or nine. Um, what I start him. Um, I find he has he has a huge part to play when he comes in off the bench. It mightn't just be that effective on Sunday. The Blues would be ready for it. Yeah. Um, you know, from the start, maybe he's he's an exceptional player. <coughs> um, you know, his his is it, it's it's not as if his speed has waned because he was never a rocket anyway. So, you know, it's all about brains and technical ability with him. Um, if it was me, he probably would be starting. Yeah. Another player who come off the bench, John Clutterbuck. He's a yeah. player you rate highly. Yeah, I tried to get him into the loud setup. Yeah, um, I I had him on the junior junior panel for a while, and he, he came in against Kildare in the Lancer Junior Semi Final in Newbridge. Um, again, very athletic, great ball winner, um, huge option from kickouts. You know when he, you know when the Martins open up the middle and he cuts down the wing and comes into the middle and crouchy hits him with kickouts, one stop balls in that area. It's difficult to to win it because he has such range and such fielding ability um, exceptional player probably you know at times takes the wrong option you know could be a little bit better in the offensive toward but um, again he's a huge option I don't know where he's at in terms of how he is after um, his appendix or whatever but yeah. you know he's yeah he, again look he's, he, he's a high end player he's a quality player you know probably an county player in the making so yeah, yeah. He, you know, he could contribute hugely Sunday. James, usually finals throw up like an unsung hero or a fellow of the blue that have a storm and play man of the match. Who do you see as maybe being that unsung hero? It's a, it's a difficult enough one, obviously, to, to predict because, and given the, the, the star names, I suppose, that we've all been talking about up to now, you know, it's probably going to be somebody that's able to hold somebody as opposed to, you know what I mean, if we can get whoever the guys have set out for for Ross Nally or, you know, down the other end with, with Sam or whatever, so, you know. But a few of the guys, I suppose, are, like, playing against them this year in the championship, like the likes of um, Kieran Downey, where he's a one-song hero or not, I don't know, but, like, you know, just the, the quality of the 
the scores you can get against us in the championship. Connor Brannigan as well is another guy who's hugely impressed with a lot of games of work really gets through and then picking off a few scores. Um, but someone I suppose you haven't mentioned all night and again whether it's an some hero like that Andy McDonald who you know what I mean haven't no one's really talking about him to be honest playing against him in midfield over the last couple of years since he, he came back from Australia or whatever like, I think he's probably the best player in the county you know what I mean yeah. he's been absolutely phenomenal I think and how he drives that team on and a little bit under the radar I suppose with, with the, the guys that are around him but uh, from a Blues perspective I think he sort of makes them tick so he could have a massive part to play in the game and then from the Martins as we were talking about the stats you know it's going to be a bit more of probably a collective effort in the middle there and I suppose it's it's whoever steps up in that middle third maybe that can restrict the ball that Andy gets his hands on and and, uh, and commode and, and who could feed it into the, the, the likes of the forwards then they can do the damage so it'll it might be somewhere in that middle third that gets their hands on a lot of ball and gets it going the other way. Liam, would you agree? Is Andy agree, the best yeah. player in the county at the moment? Yeah, I think, I think you have to agree there. He is the he controls the game, Andy. Like he's always looking for the ball, he's picking up balls in his full back line, he's up scoring points, he's winning frees, he's getting marks, he's kinda of just that type of player you kinda of can't keep an eye on, like he just he, he pops up himself and Colin with a very good relationship too, so yeah. Um I think if, if the Blues get a lead, you'd find Andy, like, he'll get on more and more ball trying to just control the game. Game management's excellent, like, you know, he'll draw a foul, he'll slow it down, he'll make the right decision. So, yeah, an excellent, excellent player. And, yeah, we haven't been talking, that just shows you the quality that are that's on show. There's just so much quality in yeah. both teams. Um, who's going to make the difference, you know? We've mentioned the, the sharpshooters in, in Ali and Samuel Roy and... Whelan, young Whelan has been excellent uh, in the last two games but it could be you know the wing backs popping in for a goal or um, and both goalkeepers are excellent as well they must be commended on their kickouts or just they always find their men but uh, just it, uh, it's it's hard to know like it's hard to know who will be the hero on the day um, it just it's all about hunger who wants it who who's willing to take risks um, look 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 for the ball um and take, take your chances when they come and um, it's vital yeah you're speaking of Dean Martin the Blues goalie I think he tweeted after the Joes game he's the best goalkeeper in the county I think, <laughs> so I think not she, might, she might have something to say about that but uh, <laughs> we'll say he's been excellent this yeah year, he has but, yeah, uh, yeah. Won't be how, how, do you, how do you deal with the nerves like you can feel it even in the room here when Hart and Manus device there's hype and there's like it's their first time in the final how do you deal with that nerves if you're a Manus device player you just let the nerves take you over it's kind of hard to like every lad's different um, you know myself like I probably would be nervous before big games and that's normal um, you kind of if you're not like it's it's strange for me if you're not nervous before a game but I think it's just to keep the routine whatever the boys have been doing all year it's been working eat the right food you know if you've you know, watch a movie the night before a game kind of just keep the pattern going you don't change anything there'll be a lot of hype with you know flags and all this and um People on people out, out and about, like you know, telling you what you should be doing in the final, and um, I think it's just to keep a level head, keep keep doing exactly what you've been doing. A few um, prediction coming on here, Neil. Um, I think I think the Marks have an excellent chance. It just depends if they turn up on the day, if they just you know keep playing the way they they've been going. Um, and the Blues are just so good at controlling the game, so <coughs> probably still tip the Blues slightly, but. Um, Martins have been banging in a lot of goals lately. Uh, Jakey Rooney, maybe it's made from 
off the bench like um, last minute winner like the crowd like that one James who do you think they bring bring home the Joe Ward I think yeah, I was saying based on earlier in the season and on us playing against them obviously in, in the group stages I definitely thought that the Blues were probably a better team at that stage um, but when you look at it since and how it's sort of building towards the final the quarterfinals and the semi-finals as we said before the, the Martins as you look at it are probably you'd, you'd imagine in better form but then again you know it's hard to judge how the Blues are actually what gear they're in or whatever so um, yeah, I'll have to agree with Ian and probably just a, a couple of point win for the Blues Colin are you going to go for the jocks or um, <laughs> going to keep it Honestly, like, like I, I think that I think they've they've a great chance. I really do. Um, you, you know, to 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 kind of sway it in the Blues' favor favor a little bit. Um, I think I think they might have a stronger bench. They have more experience on the bench. Um, people talk about nerves and handling occasion. I I think you have to enjoy the occasion. Like I think there's too much made of this crap that you know are getting ahead of yourself in this standard or where the occasion might get to them is in the first 10 or 15 minutes those nerves you know the blues guys have been there and you know they won't panic you'd expect them not to do anything totally irrational or or do something silly or how they handle a mistake the Martins guys have been there in terms of the younger fellas Sam Wheeler those guys you know at minor level and they've won championships so they've they've had a bit of success you know, some of the older lads, Mick JP, have been around the, the block a wee bit. Um, Crouchy has, has, you know, loads of experience. I think maybe the Blues guys just might handle it that wee bit better. Um, the, the, the league final was intriguing a wee bit. I, I thought myself that the Blues were, were were off the wee bit. I just wonder would have Monster Boys have taken the chances they took in the centre ha- in the second half if they had been down. If they'd fifteen players in the field, would they have pushed up as much as they did? Um, it's difficult to push kickouts, and you can't do it from every play. You can do it from set plays, from free kicks and stuff like that. But you can't press every kickout. So you know the Blues are going to have a serious amount of ball. And like like when you take the Blues defenders, like there's four of them there that have played in the Lead Senior Team: John yeah. Connolly. Um, Kevin Carr Kevin Carr Emmett Carroll and Fagel Donahue you know Colin Judge is an inter-county senior player of 10 years so five of that back panel are all inter-county senior players go to the middle of the field you've John and Andy have both been inter-county senior players um, it's 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 vast experience um, a lot of guys sitting on the bench that have played in the lead senior team it doesn't count for anything but they will handle the occasion and they've been there and I think it could be a year or two too early for, for, for Monster Voice but look the two best teams in the county are there um, I'd, obviously I'd have liked to see Blues Clark final that couldn't be um, I, I, I think the Blues will just shade it a wee bit I think it will be tight Yeah. Um, would I be shocked if Monster Voice won? No um, do they deserve to win? You know, possibly they're there on merit it's, it's no shock and I think similar to, to where the Dreadnoughts were probably in 2011 when Liam and these boys played in the first one you know they came up against an outstanding team in the Pats for three or four years and were probably constantly trying to get over the line and didn't um, you have two really strong teams there now that will probably contend for the next three or four years yeah. 
just on pink and Sunday. So that's it. That's the um, the highlights from the live audience. It was a great night. Tons of people showed up. Plenty of people watching online on Facebook Live and on Twitter Live as well. So it was brilliant. So and here's to a great final. It it, it really should be. I'm not going to give my tip because, uh, like I said, I don't. I'm not tipping very well this year, uh, and people don't want me to tip the team that they they're, they're support. Um, first and foremost, um, thanks to all the guests who turned up on the, on the night, took their own free time and came out and, and helped me out. I was really, really appreciate of them, people for turning up. And uh, hopefully it's hopefully it's a sign of more to, more to come, more uh, live podcasts and live audience uh, preview nights. Uh, the appetite is there and it's great to, uh, it's great to do. It just shows the, the county really what is behind GAA and it's GAA hungry. And it's great to see. Um, for now, you can subscribe on YouTube, oh, on not YouTube, on uh, iTunes, uh, and then you can catch all the latest podcasts on We Are Loud on SoundCloud, and you get me on Twitter and Facebook as well. Thanks very much for listening and for tuning in. Man, we just fell about the place If that chick don't wanna know, forget her